That is a complete shit show. I am Turchin with me. He's my co-host, the CEO, the Mountain Goat drinker himself. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. And I'm glad to know that this is the shittest podcast in the world, but not the universe. Sometimes it is. <laughs> Some episodes are definitely the shittest episodes you've ever listened to in the universe. But we've had... Uh, We've had a couple of good... The start four, off the uh, four. We've got four crap episodes. That's true. Maybe true. five. Maybe six. Under know. ten crap episodes. You know what? 10% of our episodes are shit. We've yeah. got 130 episodes. This is episode 130, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we've got 10% of episode shit. That's 13. I think that's pretty good. I think that's a confident 10% shit, you know, but we've also got 10%. It's like a bell curve. Mm-hmm. 10% are the worst dog shit episodes ever. And then 10% are the greatest episodes of podcasts. Yeah, and then everyone else just plays us in the background while they're (laughs) they're doing their housework. Oh, that reminds me. Turch. Yes. I got a cleaner. (laughs) Okay. To come to the house. Okay. Right. Is this like a Jerry Seinfeld uh, (laughs) cleaner where eventually you can start dating her? Uh, look, she was Filipino in about 50, so I don't think that's going to happen. I didn't know that was your fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, my God, it was... a Okay, so, the the, the the listeners might know that I share a house with, uh, with uh, uh, N and B. Uh, let's call them that. Let's go with that. Yeah. Anyway, one of the bathrooms is filthy. Uh, yes, we've discussed We've had this. bathroom problems before, but... <laughs> About one person sharing bathrooms and not contributing to the tidying of a bathroom. Anyway, that's been solved. Perfect. Two of us use one bathroom, one person uses the other bathroom. One of the bathrooms stunk. Okay. Feral. Yep. Just just stunk. Boy smell. Got it. Yeah. And the other bathroom, glistening. Yeah, glistening, cleaned every week. Still, still like like not just level clean. Not just level clean, but pretty, just pretty. Just level clean is a cleaner, is a professional no, cleaner. Just level clean is uh, you go inside to have a shower and you get gassed by the amount of bleach that she uses to clean things with. Okay, so she's up from a cleaner. Well, she's right. part German, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost missed that one. Mm-hmm. Well done. In the shower and everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I was expecting, uh, and what a debacle this is, because I texted a friend, because I'd gone online, and to get an oven and showers cleaned and them coming over, it was going to cost like 300, 400 bucks was the quotation. Amazing, isn't it? And I was like, that's a fucking ripoff. I'm not spending that. Texted my good mate, Sean, and said, hey, have you used a cleaner? Do you have anyone you could recommend? And he goes, yes. I've got Rose. She's Filipino. Um, she talks on the phone the entire time she's there. Who cares? Um, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, does she do a good job? Yeah. And he's like, yep. I'm like, and he's like, she's she should charge more. And I was yeah. like, uh, and she just gets through it. I'm like, I don't care. I yeah. just whatever the amount is, I don't care if she does it in an hour. Three hours, six hours. I just, just like Uber drivers where they're on the phone the whole time. Yeah. I don't care. Just yeah. get me to my destination yeah, just, quickly. Just, just do the job. Do the job. You know. Anyway, Rose had to cancel on Saturday. Oh my. Anyway. Disappointing. And I'm like, ah, oh, fair enough. I'm a one-off client. I'm not a regular. But she said, oh, can we do Tuesday? Tuesday's fine. No worries. Okay. She's very apologetic about cancelling um, on the Saturday. Very. Anyway, it comes. The time's come. Two cleaners turn up. Well. Not one of them is named Rose. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Two Filipinos. Actually, let me correct that. 
one Filipino and I think the other one was Iraqi, okay. but didn't really speak English. Perfect. And they turn up and I'm going, so I am speaking to the, 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 the lead cleaner and I go, oh, how much, like, uh, uh, yeah, the oven, I want the oven done because fuck, I hate cleaning ovens yeah, yeah. and the showers, the, the bathrooms. Yeah. And then, look, if there's time, the the floor, you know, vacuum the floor, wash the floor. Perfect. And she goes, oh, that'll take about four and a half hours. And I'm going... It's not bad. I'm going, well, I, you know, if I was cleaning it, it wouldn't take me four and a half hours, but I'm not a cleaner. I'm not getting it to a cleaning yeah, standard. because you also, you don't, like, I don't, uh, I've got to admit, I, I've never cleaned an oven. Yeah. But every time Jess cleans an oven, it's a, it, uh, I, I, there's lots of yelling. Yeah. Both at the oven and me. I've cleaned the oven, I've cleaned an oven once and I fucking hated it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I've cleaned, see, I've cleaned lots of ovens. Yeah. Because I, when I used to work at Coles, mm. we remember, you know, the, the roast chicken at Coles, like the mm-hmm. classic, you know, what do you want to have for dinner tonight? I can't bother cooking roast chicken, roast coleslaw, chicken. Yeah. and and some bread rolls from Coles. Yeah. I used to cook all them. And at the end of the night, you would have to cook an you have to clean an oven that's probably cooked about a hundred chickens. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, at Coles. At Coles. At least you've got the industrial strength stuff. Yeah, but you know what? It, it's industrial strength chicken. <laughs> mm. Amazing, though. You could cook 14 roast chicken, chickens in an hour. <laughs> oh, look, I do like the roast oh, chickens. Me too. I, They're amazing. I, I'm a big fan of the roast chickens. I used chickens. to put the flavouring on top. Oh. Really pack it on. And the skin. Oh, oh crispy. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. So, these two people came in. Anyway, Iraqi four and a half hours. Okay. And I go, oh, yeah, how much? And she goes, it's, it's 35 an hour. It's not bad. Now, there's two of them. So, she's like, oh, wait, there's two of us. It won't take four hours. Okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. Um, so, I said, all right, 160 bucks. Bargain. Yeah. Right. Uh, they were there for three hours. Yeah. 160 total. Amazing. Not each. Total. For two of them. So, that's 80 bucks. Each. So, that's 20 bucks an hour. They brought their own equipment. That's they brought their own twenty. Yeah, twenty. They brought their own chemicals. I'm not sure if this is normal when you get a cleaner. I don't know. But I was. I'm sitting there going, "How the hell are they making a profit?" Because at the end of the day, it's just time, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, "You guys." I was like, "You didn't realize I've been quoted four hundred bucks by online." They could have. Maybe Rose is getting a cut as well. And maybe <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And I'm just going, how the hell do they make any Did money? You pay cash? Pardon? Did I paid cash, of oh, course. Oh, well, that's it. That's totally Of course, totally of course. I said, I wanted to know how much, and then I went, I said, oh, excuse me, now I'll, I'll go to the shops. The shops. Yeah. I'll go get cash. Yeah. I gave Did them, they do a good job, though? I, I gave them a tip as well. Beautiful. But at the end, at the end, they go, oh, excuse me, I, I think we're done. And now I've looked around the place. Now, my standards, they have done an amazing job. Yeah. They've yeah, come yeah. through like a tornado. And cleaned it all and up. And cleaned it all up. Yeah. Like, unbelievable. I've got, I've never seen a house so clean before. Yeah. Which there must be, if she said, excuse me, I think we're done. Yeah. There must, but there must be some real assholes out there. Oh, yeah. That boss them around. Anyway. It would be women. Uh, it would be women bossing them around. They'd hire a cleaner and it's not up to their standard. Guys are just Our like- standard was like, this bathroom doesn't <laughs> smell anymore. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like when I clean something, like I'll wipe down the benches, this and that, and then Jess will look at it and go, no. <laughs> well, what? It's it's wiped. It's wiped. That's right. It's wiped. It's clean. Yeah. Like, you know, I use the right utensils. I use the right There's cleaning. a smell of product There's being some, used. No, no, no. You didn't. You missed this one bit. I'm going to do the whole thing. All right. Whatever. <laughs> it's whatever keeps you 
keeps you calm. Well, that's good. I'm very proud that you got a cleaner. Um, that's how rich we are here at the We Only Do One Anyway, split between three people. 60 oh, bucks. Oh, it's nothing. Unbelievable. So, uh, I, I was like, fuck this. I should get a cleaner more often. Yeah, it's once a week. Oh, no, not once a week. Oh, it's a they were, you know, they were, they were, the whole thing that they were in your house while you're trying to work. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But that's all right. Just do it on a Friday. Oh, it's a bit hard if they cancel and change. But, yeah. but anyway, people get a cleaner. Life is wonderful. So this is, so I'm not stressed because the cleaners come in. Yeah. Uh, plus it was my week to clean. Oh, so you know. I've so wait a-, a minute. It's your week to clean, and you got everyone to split the cost of a cleaner. Yeah. That is, this that, is this that is, is why expert, I'm the CEO. Too. This is the expert level of business planning, <laughs> uh, right here. But it's, I just want to really say, a rant. it's not really a rant. Uh, no, it's not. I just, I'm just, you know, I'm almost 31, and uh, and I've just found the world of cleaners. <laughs> Turch, I also have to say, I'm very impressed with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I'm in the complimenting mood, thank you. It was really great to see you folding towels when I turned up to yeah, you. I to, love to the podcast I, studio. I this is a secret. Yeah. I fucking love folding things. Yeah. I love two things. I love Jess folding. No, she knows. She knows. <laughs> she leaves it for me. I love folding clothes. Mm-hmm. It's something about it. It's very therapeutic. And I love when we're cooking. I like doing all the prep work. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the prep work. I love it. I'll yeah. cut. I'll cut up onions, uh, cut, like all the vegetables, the meat, whatever you want, all day. Doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. But it, I don't mind cooking. But I would prefer doing all of that than washing the dishes. Oh yeah, fuck hate washing you know? the dishes. And I, I said, I think it's like that Coles mentality. Like I used to like do that at Coles instead of serving customers. <laughs> and now I'm just like, that's what I wanted to rant about. I remember now. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. Went to the movies. They're I, back. I went, yeah, I went to the movies. I'm amazed that they're still open after all this. Oh, yeah. And... This may some off. Pre-bought the tickets and pre-bought the popcorn and drink combo. Fantastic. Right. Now, standard my fashion, we're running late. But that's okay. You pre-bought everything. Everything's ticked off. Everything's ticked off. And there's, there's 20 minutes of previews. Yeah. So we've got about 10 minutes left of previews to go. And I'm standing in line and there's an, two fucking old people being served. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just me waiting. Yeah. And there's this kid. And I'm watching him going, fucking, can you just serve us? It's about two minutes to nine o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. right this is, and he walks up and down. He checks the popcorn. He checks something else. He checks something else. He comes back, makes himself look busy again. Mm. I'm like, I'm still standing there. Meanwhile, I'm also looking at these these old people like, well, I haven't been to the cinema in 50 years. Oh. And the, were they wearing masks? Do you have to wear a mask? Uh, they were wearing masks. Were you? Uh, I think at this point we still have to wear masks. Okay. Yeah. And anyway, two, three minutes goes by. And then he's like, see you later. My shift's finished. Bye. <laughs> Classic. Walks out. I'm so and proud I'm like, of him. And I'm like, I respect that. I respect <laughs> that. But fuck you. He's done a fantastic job. I'm so <laughs> proud of that man. I'm so sure I've done that so many times at Coles. It's like, ah, nah. That's enough. That's enough work for today, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm the one to blame for being late to the movies if I miss the start of this film. 
I'm still amazed that... But no, I need to blame you because you're not serving me. I'm still amazed that um, cinemas are still a thing. Like, with this whole COVID thing across the world, like, cinema sales went down, everything went to video on demand because everyone's at home. You can't even have a full cinema full... I can... I understand. Where they make money, the cinema, is the food. I mean, they're charging $15 for about three cents of popcorn, you know? Like, I've made you popcorn in my house. Mm -hmm. I make a shit ton of popcorn and it costs me nothing. Nothing, (laughs) that's right. And it tastes better as well, you know? Uh, and the drink, obviously. And the drink's watered down. Oh, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, it, it's, you know. It's obviously just whatever it is. I found out recently that the post-mix drink at at uh, McDonald's, mm. the Macca's one, the Coke and stuff, is a separate formula yeah. to everyone else that does post-mix. Yeah. Like, they make one for McDonald's especially. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. That's why it tastes so good. Yeah. That's what it says. And that's why the straws are bigger too. That's so it tastes better, more bubbly. It's, so it's a pure science. I'm so proud of McDonald's. Uh, okay, th- but the movies, I'm... but being at the movies, I was at Village and there, it was really uncomfortable. This the the seating this this seating and I've gone I've been spoilt by Hoyts with the recliners. Yeah. And then also being at home for a whole year and being yeah. able to put your feet up. Feet up. And I'm sitting there going what the fuck? There's like six of us in this cinema. Yeah. Why do they not have recliners in here now? Why is the this? I, I think that the cinema should. I was watching some Red Letter Media, and I, I love that that YouTube channel. It's one, easily one of my favorites. And they were talking about how the cinema experience is sort of dead now because people people used to go to the cinema to see the latest film, and especially with this whole COVID thing and video on demand, like you know. The, a big film comes out on like Disney Plus or Amazon basically like two or three weeks after now that it's in the cinema because they know they can make more money. I I would actually, I would love to see, um, did you watch Mandalorian? No. No, neither. Um, But I love Disney Plus. I'm currently watching Fargo at the moment. Okay. Great. Part of me would go, I would love to watch this every week at the cinema. Yeah, I, I would love for this. Uh, maybe know, not maybe not uh, Fargo, but like Star Wars is an event. People dress up. It, you know, uh, for me, this is how I'm I'm thinking. Films right now are, are in a really shit place. Yeah. Because I think back in like the 80s and 90s. Like you think back to the 80s and 90s and there was definitely a distinction between A like A films and B films, you know. Yeah, huge and the, huge distinction. Yeah, yeah. And the B films were still fantastically fun films. Mm. That's where you... Like, Predator is a B film, you know? All, like, you know, those action films are B films. There's no, like, you know... Not even Die... Die Hard was technically a B film with a cheap budget and all that sort of stuff. All these films that became classic, even Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah, it was a big B, film. Yeah. But it was like, you know, it's not going to win awards and stuff like that. It's in, sort of in that class. Cheaper to make, all that sort of thing. But fun. But fun. You know, and they knew they could they could do that. Nowadays, we're sort of missing that middle valued B type of film. You sort of either have the A films, like the top league, you know, mm. highly expensive, and then you sort of have like not much, and then you have films under a million bucks, which are like terrible, basically. But it's all long form now as well. Well, I think the money has sort of shifted because of this video on demand sort of yeah. model. It's gone. You know what? We can instead of producing uh, a two-hour film, we can produce 
eight hours of a show and really flesh it out. Like, you know, like, like the Mandalorian, like you were saying, uh, Fargo, you know, we can do that sort of stuff and really look into the characters developing. Like Breaking Bad was the same sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, or, you know, so they can do that. But even that, imagine being at the cinema. So I don't think I would enjoy it because I think the best thing about video on, on demand is the ability to go, I'm ready to watch the next episode now. I, I or, know, I know, or, but I think... Or a simple thing like, I'm going to pause it now. Yeah. And come back later. I'll pause it and go to the bathroom. True, but I also feel like there's there's your diehard fans. Mm. And it would be great to meet other diehard fans. And it's almost like, you know when the movies come out their first release, the midnight screening, mm. is your diehard fans. But that's what you would be able to do it for. So anyway, I think cinemas are dead. As, I think as they're are. on their... I think they're on the way out. They're on the way out. I think, you know... Get, get I reckon drive-in's going to make a comeback. I think if if any cinema is going to stick around, I think that the big franchises like Hoyt Village are really going to struggle here in Australia, mm. and small cinemas that still play classics, either either classics yeah. or they play like um, cult films like The Room or yeah. you know Birdemic or anything like that, or or play like Die in, Hard on Christmas, yeah, or indie films mm-hmm. like you know, I think those are going to stick around because people still want that experience. But the average movie goer. I mean, think if you got your kids, why would you take them to the movies and watch one film and pay thirty dollars for a kid's ticket or whatever, twenty bucks for a kid's ticket? Probably got two kids, you know, for you know, sixty bucks just in tickets. They want popcorn. It's a hundred and fifty dollar outing. When you could have gone to Luna Park. Well, you could have gone. To, you could have gone anywhere. Yeah, hundred and fifty bucks. That's right. Or you can for hundred and fifty bucks, you can get a whole year of Disney Plus mm-hmm. and make them popcorn. And then you're at home and you can still do whatever you need to do. And so if you think we're wrong... Please call send, send us an email. Absolutely. Absolutely. At weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. That's always the way to contact us. I will always return your call very, very easily. Uh, I've got, got a rant for you. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about tax a lot and, and, <laughs> and, and lots of things. On All the- right, tick off the bingo card. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But... Um, the finger thing means the taxes. I always go. I always say like, I always say this. Why didn't we learn this at school? Mm-hmm. And you're the same sort of thing, yeah. Because school teachers don't know taxes. <laughs> Sorry for for not all school teachers, but if you if you finish high school, and then you go straight into becoming a teacher, you've got no life experience. Yeah. The only thing you know is teaching. I think. I think teachers that go straight out of university, straight into into teaching, hmm. are the same as high school kids that go straight into the army. Mm-hmm. Right? The, we need retarded people like that to do those jobs because if they got any other life experience, no one would join the army and no one would be a teacher. <laughs> you know, unless you have like for the for for both jobs, I guess the killer instinct. Yeah. You know. That's the only reason why... You got the killer scene, it's like, please join the army. Please join the army or become a teacher. Either way, I don't care. Yeah. But unless you've got, like I said, unless you've got that 100% passion, uh, the only way you can get tricked is to trick people. With the army, it's like, oh, you're going to get lots of honour and valour and all that. And it's almost the same with teachers. Like, oh, you're really well respected because you're doing doing something for the children, for the future, love. You're doing, you know. And I think that's what a lot of people... Same as nursing. 
like you know a lot of people do it not for the money because the money is not the greatest but they do it because like oh that valor that mm. honor of being a good person i think i think there's a lot to do with why people choose jobs like that oh there's psychological personality traits you have a big you know, you know factor of where you end exactly. up so yeah. continue on from that but it's those kinds of people like nurses and teachers and whole bunch of other people that go oh why didn't they teach taxes and opening up a bank account in school mm-hmm. and I, I i had a re- big realization recently those are the same people that are like i don't need maths why do i need to study maths at high school why uh-huh. do i need to understand math <laughs> so now i'm thinking no matter even if they did t- can you imagine you're you're you're, you're, t- you're 15 years old mm-hmm. and then you go hey one day you're going to get a job and a portion of your salary is going to be taken from the tax office and at the end of the financial year you're going and suddenly you know that um when, uh, if they when, said when that talk, me, if when they Jess s- talks to you and you yeah. hear yeah that's what you're going to be hearing at, at everyone at high school i was going to say if i was 15 and they're telling me that i'm i'm not even the only way that they could i the only way that i'd be able to understand tax is if at 15 the job that i had wasn't cash in hand yeah and I was actually taxed. But that's the thing. Nowadays, to start doing the tax-free threshold, it's like nineteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars Australian you've got to earn yeah. a year. That's a quite a substantial thing. Like that's hard to do for a, a part-time sixteen-year-old. 16 yep. That's probably working two, three, maybe four shifts a week at you know on basically minimum wage. Mm. Very hard to do, mm. right? So most people go, oh, eighteen thousand. Who cares? Yeah. You know, but it's the same. I I guarantee it's the same people that have gone. Oh yeah, I don't like maths, but also no school didn't teach me tax. <laughs> I just I just have this feeling of this correlation. So for me, I think I'm angry at those people. Yeah. It's the same group. It's the same group of people that have said, oh, they didn't teach me tax, but also I don't like doing mathematics at at high school, any learning anything like that, and did like arts or something. And someone should have taught me how to do this. Yeah. But if they had some sort of basic understanding or even looking into it with a, mm. some sort of basic knowledge. Or, you know what? Pay an accountant a hundred bucks to get them to do your taxes and ask them questions. My my thing is um, school shouldn't necessarily teach you that, but school should enable you to ask questions which leads you to figuring out, holy crap, I've got to pay tax. Mm. What is this tax? What is tax? How let's do just I... start. Let's just start yeah. with defining what tax is. Yeah, and then... and then I can reduce my tax. Yeah, and then no, even just a basic fundamental understanding of the definition of it mm. and how it will affect your life. And I guarantee some people will still not listen without the numbers side of things, but at least there's some sort of understanding. And I guarantee the socialist clubs at universities will halve. <laughs> <laughs> You know, let's go with that. I got another rant for you. Yeah, got another rant for you. This is a, this might be a stupid one, but it it really it feels like it affects me. Uh-huh. Uh As you know, like we're doing the podcast now. All the, all the stuff he's got cables. Cables, yeah. And one of the things that we have, like, look, you, I'm borrowing your headphones only because, and you're borrowing mine because you're a distance away and my cables longer and all that sort of mm. stuff. But you can see here the cable is on the left mm-hmm. headphone. Yeah. Right. And same on yours. Well, I think you're wearing it on the right. Oh, I think I'm, re- I'm wearing your headphones the, the, back to front. That's but right. yeah. But you're wearing it. There's a left, you know, if you, if you open up the headphones, there's a left and right inside. <laughs> Hang on. Right. Let me check this out. 
shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Well, it does, I, there's no difference in the comfort. Well, it's no different. No, because they're both very comfortable. But like, if you listen to a stereo sounding record or yeah. something, you would hear the left yeah. and right properly and all that stuff. But as you can see, the left hand side is where the cable coming out is. Mm-hmm. Right? Great. Yeah. But my laptop. Mm-hmm. Where's the ca- where's the headphone plug in? On the left. Left hand side matches up. Yeah. My work laptop. Uh huh. It's on the right hand side. Oh no! And so I've got all these cables running around the back. I don't know if this is like a. It's just me. Yeah. But I want things uniform. Like this is why church. This is why you need to be an Apple man. Why? Because of because uh, they're getting rid of air, they're getting rid of cables. But you, you say that cable free. You say that, but no cables. We, but here we are. Yeah. And all your cable free bullshit yeah. doesn't work for anything for our <laughs> podcast. So you can wear your your headphones all you want, buddy boy. But uh-huh. the cables don't work for the podcast. Look, the cables work for the podcast. And you know what? I I've been offered so many times to buy like wireless units for my guitar effects and all that sort of stuff, and I still go back to the cables because I can rely on. Oh, them. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent reliability. You know. When you go cableless, uh, things can fuck up. Well, look, my TV can Bluetooth mm-hmm. to my um, soundbar yeah. and, and the soundbar to my subwoofer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how many times has Bluetooth fucked up for you? In regards to the TV? Just in general. Uh, just general Bluetooth? Just general Bluetooth. Not much. But enough to annoy you? Enough every now and then. Yeah. Okay, the wireless that, headphones. The wireless headphones. The wireless headphones. Every now and then I put them in, and it's not a big deal, but every now and I put them in, one's working, the other one hasn't synced. Ah, uh, see, I don't have that issue with my Sennheisers. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got to put them back in the case and take them back out. Um, but the, look, but it's a, be but, grateful or, for the fact that you've got cables. Or, but, so instead, I've yeah. got my TV with a one cable, my uh-huh. optic cable, yeah. into my soundbar, Hundred percent of the time works. Yeah, and it you know wireless sometimes works better if you're moving around a lot. Like mm-hmm. if I'm running, I prefer the wireless headphones. Makes sense because you know don't have the wire in the way. But if I've got a static television mm-hmm. <laughs> to a static soundbar to a static subwoofer, just put cables. A hundred percent. Just put cables. A hundred percent agree. But put but you but, you, but you want uniformity. Uniformly, like just put the every single pair of headphones. That has one cable coming out of it instead of the double, the one, always comes out on the left hand side. Like there's no, that that's uniform. Every single company's decided that's the way to go, and yet, computer companies are allowed to put this bullshit left or right, left whatever or they right. want. Left or well, right. Well, you got your personal laptop, and then you got your work laptop. Yeah. One's Microsoft, one's HP. Yeah. They make their own rules. I don't like that uniformity. You is- should start a committee. Chaired by but yourself, they but they, but you know, <laughs> you say that, but they've done that for USB. USB was decided upon by all the big companies that USB would be the uniform way of instead of going for like the fifteen pin connector and a ten pin, same as HDMI. HDMI was decided by an IT committee, an overarching committee, to say this yeah, is yeah, but the they're standard. on the left and the right, or the right or the left. Well, the. You, yeah, US, well, USB yeah. should be on both sides. Yeah. 
you know. Well, sometimes it's on the left, sometimes it's on the right. And sometimes HDMI is generally on the HDMI is on the right. See what I mean? Yeah, H H H. There you go. I'm with you. HDMI is always you know. Is, I've never seen a HDMI on the left. It's always weird. All right, I'm with you now. <laughs> you've you've convinced me. You've convinced me. It's it, some things are uniform and yeah. then some things are not, and because of that, it makes the uniform things seem stupid. <laughs> Lots of stupid things. Turch, this is a very good point, and I just need to tell the, re- the the listeners right now, I've got a big two litre bottle. I'm very proud. That I've been filled up and that I, I drink now to make sure I've got my, my two litres of water. And I've just started and I've got to pee. <laughs> I know. Get in. I know I did this before the podcast, but I'm busting. That's right. And Go when pee. we get back. Yes. Uh, a bit of news? Yeah, still a bit of a bit news. Of news. All a bit right. of news, all right. Uh, well, you, you can do some news for yourself. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we've got a surprise. We've got a surprise. Oh, we'll be right back. We'll Church, be back uh, uh, talk to the listeners. Oh, we'll be right back. And we're back. You uh, know what I bought? It was before... like Niagara Falls. Ugh, delicious. You know what I got before? before um, one of my favourite shows. Yeah. One of my favourite podcasts is The Dick Show. The Dick Show, yeah. Yeah. And he made a card game. Called yeah. Winner's Drink, and I ordered it before Christmas to bring up to Phillip Island, and then it arrived two days after I arrived. Arrived two two days, days after be- you got back. Two no, two days before I got back from Phillip Island. So after everyone left, oh. and I'm like, fucking hell. So we'll have to play it one one day. It's apparently a fun drinking game where you just yell at your people, uh, yell at people. I like that. Which is basically our podcast. But Kieran, have you got some news for us? But before I show you. The worst thing. I've All right, I'll do a quick, a quick whip around. Yeah, a quick whip. Some around. interesting headlines. Um, owner spends three hundred dollars to treat his dog's limping. Later, finds out he was imitating him out of sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dweezil does that. Have you ever yeah. seen Dweezil where he does like a little skip yeah. when he walks? He does. Uh, uh, we, we've taken him to the vet like three times. Because uh-huh. you're worried about his skin. Worried about him, his skin, all that sort of stuff. Who skips? You or Jess? No one does, but I think it's a, it's a legacy thing from when he had that uh, thing on his foot. Remember right. that? Right. Yeah. And now he still skips, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's he's injured," and Dweezil's running around like an idiot. <laughs> Dogs, man. Yeah, it's good. Uh, if you're sick of um, 2020 carrying over to 2021, this hotline allows people to scream, scream, and hang up. They should just do it to here. If you want to scream into your phone, <laughs> record it, and we'll play it on the show. We will. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, we will. Uh, SpaceX is building a futuristic bar at its Starship factory in Texas. Oh, why not? He's the richest man on Earth at the moment. Elon Musk. Yeah. Sure is. Bloody did it. And an isn't, I, it, isn't yeah. it weird though? Like the two richest, like the, the richest woman on Earth is only rich because she got a divorce. <laughs> and now like the, first, and the first woman president. Yeah. He's only going to get in there because the old guy died. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine how demoralizing it must be for... Like, you know, I've always said this. Like, if you have to put, like, extra caveats on, like, being the first... It's something like, oh, this is the first black president. It's like, yeah. well, no, I'm, that's, oh, no okay. too many caveats. Yeah. You know, or maybe that's just the right amount of caveats. That's fine. Like, black, fine. Yeah. But if you go, oh, it's the first black president that to come out of Texas... It's like okay, that's too that's too, too much. You've gone too far, no. yeah. And you know, and if they say it's the first woman president that got into power, but was also the vice president first and got into power because the because uh, the president died. Uh, that's not too really. many. It's like, it's like yeah. oh, the first Australian prime minister, first female Australian prime minister, hmm. got in same reason. Like they kicked out 
<laughs> Kevin Rudd. Pro- yeah. It's like, well, is it really? Was he voted? Was she voted in? No. She lost the election after that, and then Kevin came back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't feel like, I, like, you know, good for them. Female empowerment, all that sort of fun stuff, right? So, I, so we could open up our podcast with something like we're ranked 2,728th yeah, we're the, podcast we're in the, the world. We are the number one podcast mm. coming from Melbourne, Victoria, from the northern suburbs in this room. Like, too many caveats. It's not number one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and last, whip around the news, ice cream in northeastern China tests positive for COVID-19. Ah, oh, that's good. That's good. Did you see the article that the Who Wants to Go to China to investigate where potentially where the COVID stuff came from. And China said, no, no, you're not allowed to. It's like, yeah. how much more suspicious? The who were already there. there. And then China's saying, you can't go there. You can't go there. Yeah, it's you're amazing. not allowed there. You can't, you can't the lab it. is off limits. Yeah. You can't even go to the lab. That's off limits. It's not a real place. That's yeah. not a real place. We never built it. Yeah. Uh, I know there's articles about it, but we the never. The market, we don't have many markets. We don't markets. Yeah. No markets in yeah. China, yeah. you know. You know, but if they did have a market in China, right next to it is where I would put the uh, safe injecting room. <laughs> oh. that's, a, that's a flashback. That's a bit of a flashback to a socialistic. Um... Yeah, joke, you may not get that. Uh, the the other thing is I'm on fire today with these callbacks. Uh, you know when there's weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and they had the who once again travelled around Iraq. Yeah. But then Iraq decided where they could and couldn't look. Yeah. Yeah, didn't they like... I feel like that's what China's doing. Didn't they like drive them somewhere and show them a place and then they took them like a different route to get to the same place and showed them the same place again. It's like, oh, this is factory number two. It looked exactly like factory number one or showed them the back entrance or something like that to the same building. Yeah. I just always think of that episode of South Park when they talk about weapons, like looking at like places for weapons of mass destruction and god looks at uh saddam hussein he's like no it's a cookie factory <laughs> saddam hussein's cookies <laughs> all right <sighs> you know all right church oh. listeners we've got something very special i don't know what's what you're about to play oh that's very true i i'll, I'll read out the message the message actually i won't because my phone oh no, anyway it's dead no it's not dead it's just i don't know frozen Huh. I can read it out to you. I can read it out to you. You but, said something along the lines of, I've got something more disgusting than the pedophile guy. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what I said. I said, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, what was I? Uh, this is, by the way, this is great podcasting. Is right now, great podcasting. Okay. Yeah. Tonight, I'm bringing you a podcast to review that is worse than the pedo one. Remember the map one, the mm-hmm. MAP one we did? I'm not even kidding. I'm listening to it and it's making me sick. And I think later on I said, um, yeah, I think that'll do. I think that'll sort of cover what it. So I haven't listened to it. No. Listeners listening with us haven't listened to it. Only you've listened to it. Sadly. Yeah. Sadly. Look, I think we we discovered that we do it. I think we put on a pretty good show. Mm. And I think the content's usually all right and you know, tame enough to, for people to enjoy. And we, sometimes we like to bring in things that hit a bit harder. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the map guys, 
you know, we got the, you know, and then we got a little bit fun, a bit funnier, and try to still bring in something interesting like furries or the adult baby diaper people. So this is a podcast run by people who think it should be legal to have sex with animals. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're called zoophiles. Zoophiles, right? Are, are you scared yet? <laughs> <laughs> is this worse than the pedophile one is the real question so far from the way I'm describing it okay. you're really yeah you're, you don't know what to say yet so let me keep talking uh-huh. I came across this th- on so this this one this podcast called Zooier Than Thou uh-huh. is on YouTube for anyone to see right at any time yeah. and now they don't they, they just have like a, a a picture and the podcast plays in the background very highly polished. Um, audio quality, very high. Music, very, very high quality. Obviously, a lot of editing goes into play. It's been going on for about two years. It's a monthly podcast. And it's about talking to the community of how they could help change people's perspective on people who are zoophiles. And I'll remind you, people that are zoophiles are people who think it's okay to have some sort of relationship, intersexual relationship, with animals. Okay. So... See, now, relationship could mean, I have a pet, I love my pet. Yes. Sexual relationship, are we talking penetration? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. they think that animals are smart enough to, to be able to consent. These people are fucked up. <laughs> And so we're so I've only bought in about ten clips, and these ten clips relate to the first fifteen minutes of the first episode of their show. And the first episode goes for how long, roughly? Half an hour. Half an hour. Okay. So some of these clips are a little bit long, Mm -hmm. but I think this is going to be an ongoing segment on our show to really dissect these people in the best way possible. And only if you think this is a good segment. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the first first. Hey there, friends and colleagues. Welcome to the premiere episode of Zooier Than Thou. I'm Fausty. And I'm Toggle. And we'll be your chaperones for this evening. Now, I know what you're thinking. Not another zoo podcast. Yes, there are a metric fuckton out there. We know that. There's oceans of them. Seems like there's more (laughs) every day. But at the end of the day, zoo's got a zoo. And hopefully we can make this one a gem that stands out against all that coal. All right, you're right. The audio quality and the, and the, the... the enthusiasm of the podcasters. It's high quality. Yeah. High quality. But right you, now, no alarm bells are ringing. No, apart from the fact that they've just said that there are many other <laughs> zoo-related podcasts. I, I just meant, I thought, I heard that. I just thought that meant relating to zoos. No, no, no. When they're talking about zoos, they're talking yeah. about people who think that it's okay to have sexual relations with an animal. Okay. All right. Now well, then, getting... if there's many other of those <laughs> podcasts, that's a little bit concerning. Because <laughs> I was just like, zoos! Yeah! <laughs> okay. Let me just go to the next clip. I think sometimes we can get so bogged down by the politics of the zoo world that we forget that being, quote, people like us, unquote, is more than just saving the world. There is a lighter side. Yeah. So we're getting in touch with our inner animals. Okay. All right, we're going to get one of these on the show. Okay, so... We're we, going to get one of these on gonna, the show. So I'm going to be interested. So different zoophiles mm-hmm. believe... So, it's, it's like any sort of community. They have infights within the community. And one of the things, big things that they don't like to do is tell the world that 
tell the world that real people are zoophiles unless they like outing them like outing someone as gay hmm. but outing them that they're a zoophile unless they want to be outed okay so these people don't want to out people as zoophiles unless they want to be yeah but some zoophiles or some regular people want to out zoophiles because they are zoophiles just like you would want to out a pedophile mm-hmm. for being a pedophile yeah these people don't think it's right to out people who are zoophiles at all okay even if they're inactive in the sexual relation aspect yeah but the gentleman on the show has been known to have had some sort of sexual relations with animals okay so you're definitely listening to a guy (laughs) that's had sex with animals how's he not been arrested he has okay okay he's been to federal prison and we will get into that all right okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a great rabbit hole. I did a lot of research. Are you having fun yet? I am. There's so many questions here. Okay. <laughs> now How did he not get bashed up in prison? Okay. So the next thing I'm going to talk about is that they're, they're going to talk about is beast forums is what I understand. So there was a forum uh-huh. that they wanted to shut down because people would put like furry art, do all that sort of stuff on there. And these zoo files entered beast forums and the people on there are like, no, no, we don't want your community. From what I understand, yeah. your community on our... Fairies are consenting adults That's right. who dress up as animals. That's right. Not people who fuck animals. Not yet. So let's go into that. Let's talk a bit about Beast Forum. Yeah. Those days are now officially behind us. Beast Forum is no more. Goodbye and good riddance as far as I'm concerned. Look. As far as I'm concerned, that whole mess is exactly what happens when non-zoos try to monetize cross-species erotica. It's an unmitigated disaster. Mm. And full disclosure, I have gone toe-to-toe with the assholes running Beast Forum for nearly 20 years. They have shown a total disregard, not only for non-humans, but also the zoo community. I have done my best for years to demonetize that site and to remove their ability to support themselves financially. Many of us did, frankly. This guy's a cunt. And it looks like it paid off. So, this guy here is... (laughs) This guy's... This guy here fucks animals. Can I also say, turn the fucking background music off now. Oh, I hate it. Okay, I can't because... Intro! No, no, no. I know you can't. But for the fucking podcast point of view, (laughs) have it as an intro. That's fine. Get rid of the fucking... Fade it it out. You know what? I think that is a sign that there's been lots of editing. And they're going, if we just put the music in the background, it sounds like one continuous piece. But they've edited out all the, the, the silences, the gaps, mm-hmm. the flubs. And it's easier to hide those if you just have the background music at all time. And it also sort of equalizes a little bit. A few little audio tricks. But you're right. So this guy here tried to get a whole forum shut People down. People don't give a fuck when they're listening to podcasts no. if there's little... No, flubs. Flubs. Like, yeah. As long as it's not overly... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to the content. This guy here was trying to get a whole forum shut down. For 20 years. For 20 years. Because he doesn't like him. Because they, they won't accept him. They didn't accept people who fucked animals. Yeah, because he's fucking a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's fucked. Okay. And did you hear like, it's like, oh, they weren't accepting of zoo files. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be either. <laughs> hey, if I had a barbecue, I'd have the ABDLs. I would have the fairies. The zoo files can fuck fuck off. off. (laughs) They can get the fuck out. All right. Okay, let's continue. Beast Forum hated me so much that they would post fake 
comments I had made on the forum, ostensibly written by me. They were so stupid about it at one point that they were posting fake stuff allegedly written by me while I was actually in federal prison, which is a good <laughs> alibi when you think about it. I mean, it is hard to post on zoo forums from federal prison, folks. I can tell you that firsthand. Okay, so... <laughs> is... <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that clip because this, like, if you were to dissect that clip, uh, you could talk about it forever. But the fact that he was like, he's just going on a rant. This is just a rant. Yeah. So he's gone. I was in prison, and he could tell he was salty that while he was in prison for, for you know, yeah, he couldn't go on a zoophile site and post things on a forum. That's that's where this man is in his life. He needs... He, fuck it. He needs to be in prison all the, all time. the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, this is... So, they also say that people uh, like us... So, we would be on his blacklist. Mm. That people don't care about zoo files. I once contacted them about a privacy matter on Gay Beast, and they basically told me, Sorry, asshole. Your privacy doesn't matter. We don't give a shit about protecting zoos, and your public profiles get us hits on Google. No deleting accounts because it took from their bottom line. So, this subsidiary site to Beast Forum, mm -hmm. Gay Beast Forum, mm -hmm. said, no, 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 we're going to release your private information because you're a zoophile. Yeah. And so it's just like people in the town going, oh, there's a pedophile living next to the town. Yeah, that's uh, right. We're going to tell you about we're, it. We're just going to let the whole community know. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happened. And they're angry about that. Uh, yeah, you know I'm what? I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with that too. Okay, are you ready for some more? Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the theme for today's podcast, The Exposure Solution. Mm, yeah, so we're already seeing the phones light up with complaints that we outed Shadowfax as a zoo. That was predictable. It was a bold decision we made, but we did get his express permission to air his orientation on the podcast, and I can't say that there's been any harm done there. So as you can tell, they're out of this person. They've said it's okay. But other zoos are angry that they've outed this person. Uh, hang on. Maybe was that... Did you break that up or was that them? Because they just said, here's our theme. Oh, now our phones are lighting up. You're doing a fucking podcast. What? What, well, what okay. phones? Our phones lighting up at a podcast. Okay. I know, but they. I think it's just a saying. And know. now... But... That that's the thing. The thing. This whole episode is about outing, yeah, people who are. So they outed this person, but with their consent, the person's consent of who being gives out. A, look, it's it's almost like I'm sorry. It's like they're in high school. Like, oh, I'm doing a naughty thing. I'm gonna say it's a naughty thing, but that's okay. It's yeah. like just fucking get on with your show. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? With any luck, some of you are here because you heard about us from our unwinning supporters who participated in the Hate Party campaign. Indeed. I just want to give a big thanks to all of the anti-zoo bigots who have helped to promote and encourage others to take a look at our podcast. Okay, so the hate thing that they were talking about was they ran a Twitter campaign across the thing saying, we're going to out a zoo file hmm. on our podcast. 
and then got all these people back in the day really riled up and ran this podcast and everyone listened to their podcast run by zoo files right okay trying basically tricking them yeah by outing someone that basically wanted to be outed mm-hmm. that's what it is you're right so are you ready to throw up uh, we end on a funny clip they're fucked oh no so are you ready to throw up all I've done is a lot of complaining, though. I know. Well, this we're is, so weak. This, this is almost like um, Tiger King versus Carol Baskin. Yeah, except they want to fuck the tigers. Yeah, good luck fucking the tigers. <laughs> what animals? No, I don't even want to know. Usually it's dogs and cats. All those poor dogs. And uh, there was a whole thing. Uh, I, th- I can share a video. And there's a whole other character who was trying to taxiderm roadkill to fuck it. But let's continue on. This These is the, people. This is the this is the clip that made me physically ill. I don't think I don't think psychological. One of the truths we're going to explore on the podcast is how there's always this funny assumption when we talk about zoos that the question is it only about humans and our prejudices against one another. Zoos, we've always known better though. It's not about the humans, it's about everybody. So with this podcast, what we're really all about is uh, celebrating primarily the non-human side of things, their agency, their wisdom, their interests, and above all else, the well-being of the non-humans that share our lives. Mm -hmm. They do deserve their own voice. More than that, they deserve to have their agency and their adulthood both respected and embraced. So true. And treating animals as if they have no desires, no free will, no autonomy? It's dishonesty like that which allows us to tolerate heinous factory farm practices, to imprison and torture hundreds of millions of our sentient brethren. That and more. To castrate them, to mutilate them, to literally cut off the adult parts of them. A purely non-consensual violence towards victims who are completely unable to defend their own bodies from these attacks. All of these terrible, terrible things we do to other species serve to reinforce a frankly evil worldview that sees animals as sexless, powerless, childish, forever enslaved, quote unquote, lower beings. Okay. <laughs> I've just deflated you. Can you, you are- can you fucking interpret that for me? Okay. So <laughs> basically what they're saying is zoo files that, holier than thou that's why they called the show zooier than thou mm-hmm. are better than the average human because the average human sees animals as objects yeah don't respect their autonomy their sexuality and this and that and that's why factory farming can occur and all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. you know or you know even you know it's why you can get a dog neutered get the dog neutered yeah. cats neutered all that sort of thing so suppressing the dog mm-hmm. the animal what well, their thing? We're better than that because we respect the dog's autonomy and ability to consent and do that. They're more than just an animal. They're a part of our community. So that means they can actually consent to everything, just like a human, including... They can't consent. Including... I'm sorry. Sexual relations. They, they, they can't... Yeah. They can't consent. No, no, no. We we, we know this. <laughs> the, the average person, I think, knows this. I know. And that was the clip. This was about 15 minutes into the show. That was the clip. I'm like, I have to bring this in. This is it. 
It's amazing. So they go from this part here. Uh The worst thing I've ever heard on the podcast. And I thought I was going to leave it there, but I thought, no, no, I have to leave it on something that's even more crazy. And on their website, you can actually email in. (laughs) You know? And chat and talk to sort of stuff. But also, they have these, like, fake segments where people are asking for advice. Well, at least the first episode is. Yeah. And I'm, it's a bit of a longer clip as well. Was it about a minute long clip? Who in their fucking first episode has people calling in for it? Anyway. So I think this one here is just one that they've made up. Yeah. But I think the sentiment of it is going to be indicative of potential future callers. I listened to their first episode and the latest episode. Okay. And obviously people are either emailing in mm-hmm. and asking similar sort of questions within their community. Yeah. So I think this one here is definitely indicative of what they think people should be calling in about. Okay. But the, instead of looking at the point of view of the human, this is written in as the point of view of the animal. Of the animal, right, okay. And this, for me, pushed me over the line to say, yes, these people think sex with animals is okay. Okay. Naughty writes, Dear Zooey, I love my human dearly, and recently we've decided to take that to the next level. But I've discovered he has a very strange fetish for peanut butter, and I simply don't understand. I try to indulge him. But the peanut butter just gets stuck to my gums, and I end up licking my teeth more than I'm licking his junk. And what's worse, by the time I finally finish cleaning it off him, he slathered even more onto his balls. I want to make my human happy, but I don't know how much longer I can stand the taste of peanuts. What should I do? Ah, yes. Peanut butter is a common fetish for humans. Indeed. You hear about it in movies and TV all the time. What the Well, Nutty, it might seem awkward, but perhaps it's best to sit your human down and have an honest talk about his peanut butter fetish. Often, humans believe that their partners love the taste, and by continuing to indulge him by licking it off, you're accidentally reinforcing this expectation. When you see him pull out the jar, voice your disapproval and refuse to clean him off. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> Okay, so this is like the worst podcast I've ever listened to, uh, ever. And I don't even know how to describe the anger that I have now to say that they A fucking make... animal can't write. The fact... So humans had to fucking write that. Yeah, so these guys make 80 bucks a month on, 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 on Patreon. Uh, which is more than us. <laughs> <laughs> and that, to me, just proves that... I, I don't know. I, I'm amazed, one, that this show is still allowed to be happening on YouTube. Yeah. Like they're freely available to listen to this on YouTube. And that this community is, I guess... The internet's a fantastic place, right? But okay. it allows people that are fucked up, just in general, to meet, to say, hey, I'm this way fucked up. Is anyone else like this? And some other person in another country says, I'm also like this. And they're able to create a community of yes-men where they can go, they're, they're self-aggrandizing, they're, they're able to go, you know what, this is normal. Just like the pedophile ones where they're going yeah. to conventions and they're talking about it freely they're telling their friends 
just like these people, they found a group of people that are like them. They want to have sexual relations with animals. They're fucked up. And now they're going, you know what? It actually, we're in the right. We're the, we're the, uh, moral, we've got the moral high ground because we're giving the autonomy back to the animal. I want to know how that guy fucking survived prison. I don't he was know. in federal prison because they call them chomos or something like that. Yeah. You know, you know, when you walk in, it's like, are you a chomo? Like, that's the very first thing. Like, are you a child molester? Because they could beat the... Prisoners have ethics. Oh, amazingly, they Prisoners do. Prisoners have ethics. And if you're a, like a, a, yeah. a kitty fiddler, they'll bash the crap out of yeah. you. Yeah. I can't imagine what a dog... If is. you hurt children... They bashed the shit yeah. out of you. I, I guarantee you went in there and just said, oh, I, you know, a felony or... He would have had to cover that up. Yeah, he would have had to cover that up. What? Yeah. So, that is zooier than now. That is, content-wise, the most disgusting podcast I've ever listened to. I want to get one on the podcast. You can... You know I, what? I'll give you their... Email. I want to hook them in. I want to find out about them, and then I want to yell at them. Good, good, good. You, I think that should be your task for this year to I'm get one on the show. Fuck. That is fucked up. I'm glad that you liked it as much as I thought you would. I don't even. So I am, you know, I, I have psychological training. Yes. I can't even fucking. I don't know where to begin. Like I, <laughs> I, I'll put it this way: if they were a client, yeah. they would be told, "Get out." Yeah. Go away. I can't. Don't do come it. back. I don't. Yeah. That's we're done. Like I'm yeah. just guy. It 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 takes a certain kind of thinking to get to that level. I think. Yeah. 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 I do. So anyway, people, uh, we're gonna try to bring in one podcast a week to sort of have a look at and review. I'm usually gonna bring in fucking disgusting shit like this. And I think Kieran's gonna bring in something <laughs> just terribly bad. Uh, bad, probably not as fucked up. Not as fucked up. I don't think I'm gonna find a more. I didn't think I'd find a fucked up, more fucked up podcast than the map one. Yeah. But I think this. I don't think there's anything worse than this one. You know. I I, I don't. I I can't. I think there is worse, but I don't want to even know. I can't even think of what it could be worse than 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 actualizing. So, uh, having sexual relations with animals, but I can't. I can't even think of think of that. So next week it'll be a funnier <laughs> show. Uh, what an anticlimax to end a show on! It's pretty bad. No, I've got some news. It's oh, right. good. Thank you God. Know, thank goodness, because Phil Spector is dead. Do you know who Phil Spector is? Who the fuck is Phil Spector? Phil Spector is a music from, producer from Billions. For, uh, no, from um, oh, that's Harvey Spector. Harvey Spector. Uh, he's a um, he dies from he died from coronavirus in prison, but he was. He developed a certain uh, production element mm. called the Wall of Sound, and most famous, he worked with the Beatles on the Letter B album. But he did the Ronettes, he did the Ike and uh, Tina Turner, he did a uh, he did with the Righteous Brothers, did George Harrison. Why, why was he in jail? Uh, he killed. Oh, okay, someone. well that's not good. That's not so good. he was fine, and then two thousands he went a bit crazy, killed someone in two thousand and three, and then two thousand nine he went to prison for for life and he was already like 60 at that stage it was an old bloke okay. yeah you know old bloke sort of there um okay how's this one did you see the article called jobless selling nudes online and still struggling no okay only fans has really picked up so uh-huh. in 2019 they had 150,000 people um selling on their nudes, nudes. On, online yep as of now they've got over a million 1.2 huge jump in a year yeah that's, that's a you know, if you and 
any other base that's huge, especially for that sort of stuff. Basically, so if you if you created OnlyFans, you're killing it. If you're now a creator on OnlyFans, maybe harder to make money. So, this woman is making d- double uh, six figures, mm-hmm. uh, 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 um, five figures a month, twenty thousand bucks a month. Pretty good, you know, attractive young woman. Yeah. This but she's doing daily content. She's doing all this and that. This and then the rest of the article is talking about other women who have decided to join OnlyFans, thinking oh, I'm going to be. You know, they've seen the highs, the real big highs, like people making $20,000. You know, it's like, you know, oh, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket because I've seen people win the lottery. Win the lottery, you're right. You yeah. know? So this woman lost her job, you know, and said, ah, fuck it, I'll just make an OnlyFans. I'll resort to prostitution, which yeah. is basically what it is. Which is the oldest. Oldest, you know, yeah. and I'm fine with it, whatever, yeah. you know. But then she started, she's gone, oh, this one here, the other side. Um, she's gone, oh, I'm only making $250 a month by selling my nudes uh-huh. to people. Yeah. Uh, I can't live off that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, it's basically a full-time job of creating content because people want to see a photo, new stuff every day mm. or new videos. And then they've got the requests and this and that. So I feel, and now I feel like people are going to look down on me because I've got an OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. And there's another person. And your stuff's all over the internet. And stuff's all over the internet. Another person's the same sort of thing. This uh, business professional. Yeah. Lost a job because of COVID. It's like, oh, I'll start an OnlyFans. Same sort of thing. Only making like a hundred bucks a month, 200 bucks a month, whatever it is. Complain, oh, but, but you know, my rents, you know, I used to own a big, big, you know, important job. I'm only making six, uh, uh, my rent is $1,600 a month. Hearing this sound, I'm sorry, it's my microphone. <laughs> it's just not playing. Oh, no, there Anyway, uh, uh, so they're all complaining because that you know these big highs that have been told to them hmm. aren't coming true. Well, they're only going to come true for a small percentage, just and, like celebrities, and that's what it is, yeah. right? You know, just like our podcast doesn't make any money, but Joe Rogan makes you know a billion dollars a year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, most podcasts aren't going to make Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan money, money. You know, not, not yeah. many people are Belle Delphine. You know, yeah. making making a hundred thousand dollars. A month. Most of them are going to be making 40, 50, no, or nothing. Nothing, yeah. You know, I don't... And for most people that do it, have to do it... They're always on. quite a number of years before exactly right. they build any traction. Exactly yeah. right. So for them to go, it's a delusion, I think, mm. that people go, oh, uh, you know, they see like a YouTube star saying, yeah, Plus, I if you're going to do it, you need to be one of the first people. If you're a follower, yeah. with any of these new technologies, with any of them... If you're not in the not like first ten, mm. you're not you're not going to make but it. Even if you're not in the top ten, you've got to give people something that no one else is giving them. Yeah, and you know, with a million people, there's so much competition. There's so much competition. You have to go to um, the extreme fetishes. Unless you, yeah, unless you're like extreme foot fetish or yeah. extreme whatever, extreme whatever it is, complete. Which is not what something a lot of these women want to do. They yeah. think, oh, I can take a photo of my asshole. And put up a line, and I'm going to make, you know... No, it's, you know, it's content creation. Like, you know, people are doing daily videos on YouTube. We do a weekly podcast. It's putting it out there and making sure, like, you know, it's not just putting it up online. It's sending the Twitter messages around. The fact, it's this whole other bit of work that people don't that people don't see. Or even just getting guests on. Sometimes getting a guest on is the hardest job on earth. 
you know, we were trying to get a socialist on here. You think that would be easy? Because you know they're always right. They always want to tell us how to do things. You know, and we can share with them the no money that we make. But it's it's super hard, and I think it's really interesting seeing you know like this female empowerment thing. But because they're not making money off it, they don't feel empowered anymore. And I'm like, hang on a second. This is the ability to do what you want. You have the power to change things here. You know, you just got to be, you just got to compete. Yeah. Welcome to capitalism. Welcome to the world. Yeah. You know, and finally, like, this is the, the competitive nature that you need that, you know, the top 1% that are CEOs and see, you know, and all that stuff, they're basically insane people. Mm-hmm. They're, they're basically insane people that will stab their own mum in the back for the next job, you know? Like, there was a whole thing, you know, and, you know, you got to think about these sort of things when you're competing. Like, you know, directors and, and CFO, CEOs and stuff like that, they just change the thing. I can't remember what country it was, but they have to have a certain amount of people on the board yeah. that are part of the LGBTQ community or part of the black community, this and that. If I was a CEO, hmm. you know, I'm only a CFO, I know, but I, if I was a CEO and we said, hey, 10% of your board has to be LGBTQ, whatever. Wouldn't you just go, great, I'm trans. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, who, like, you know, what are they going to do? I, I identify as a man, but... Once again, I want the best people for the job. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, This person's the best, but it's another bloke. Okay, great. Uh, this person identifies as a woman. Okay. Yeah. You know, I identify as a black man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I identify as disabled. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You know, well, you're not. Well, no, then now, now you... Are being very disrespectful. Now, now you've got to go to jail for, for hate speech. See, see what I mean? Like it's that sort of level of insanity that you need, even to do be the best on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that drive to push through, to keep going, like we've been doing this podcast what for three years now? It must be about three years. Three, three years yeah. or so. You know, yeah, about three years. You know, three over just over three years, and we're still basically nothing. But we've made a lot of cool friends from other podcasts along the way. We've done a whole bunch of work. We're getting out there. More people are listening to us than ever before from mm-hmm. different places. But you know what? We might not, not be profitable for another three years. But that's okay because we still want to do the show. Well, we love doing it. And that's it. And I can understand doing pornography probably isn't <laughs> making you happy. But if you've chosen that line of work, you've got to do But they've got it. I actually think the ones that are doing it, they're just, they've lost their job. Oh, now I'll create an OnlyFans. I don't actually think they're passionate about it. Well, of course they're, they're not. They're doing. They're doing. I it, think it's a passive sort of thing. They're doing than... it because it's 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 hip. It's cool. It's what to do. Yeah. Whereas the ones that probably started right on on OnlyFans yeah. were probably very passionate well, you gotta, you gotta, about it. You got to think about it. OnlyFans is, is up there, but people that are existing porn stars are mm. also on OnlyFans, mm. and OnlyFans in many respects, is the wish.com of porn. Hmm. Like, you know, if you were going to get porn, where would you go? Pornhub, where you don't have, you know, don't have to pay for things. Yeah. Or would well, you, you used to have to pay for well, it. you used to have to pay yeah. for it. We can't, PayPal, uh, MasterCard and Visa are no longer... Uh, uh, no, I think that's back now. Be- is it back? Because um, 
there's been a lot of there's oh, I had this news article I should have brought it in. Well, all I know is our porn star friend whose podcast we yeah. destroyed and she got angry at us. Yeah, she's angry that Pornhub is no longer accepting payments. Ah, uh, well, there's a there's an article that came out that was which saying, I, which is funny, which I was think. saying something about because all these all these porn stars were saying, hang on, how come my stuff's been taken? Yes. what's going on? And so Pornhub had to react very quickly because Mastercard and Visa said, "You've got child pornography on there. Yes, we will not we will not process any payments." Yeah. And so they got rid of all the unverified accounts. Anything that's unverified. Yeah, they lost 10 million videos overnight. Yeah, or, or the algorithm suspects that this could be a close call and a human needs to come in and verify this. Taken down. Mm. 10 million videos got taken down overnight. Oh, it's more than that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny they said that and they've ended up finding out of the 10 million that they took down only, I'll say only, but 200 videos or so had pornography, mm. of, of children pornography. Whereas... They did a scan on Facebook and they found like 10 million videos. Right. So it's it's, it's hidden in plain sight with mm. all this sort of stuff. And same with the zoo file stuff, obviously. But when it comes to pornography, you're 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 up against women who well, that's what they want to do. You're up against do. women who've got leverage, who are already celebrities and stars. Well, that's like that whole um oh that uh, that chick I can't remember the celebrity chick that started an OnlyFans. Mm. And all the, even the porn stars got angry. Like, oh, don't come into our territory. I'm like, that's that's the competitive nature. You've, you know, if people want to see her over you, then you, you do something better. Yeah. You know, very in Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne, right. That was yeah, the one. That's you know? the one. Yeah. Yep. And then she's like, oh, I did it. You know, I wasn't going to post anything. And all that. But that's like uh, Belle Delphine. Like, she's been doing stuff. She's, she's done all like the provocative stuff over time and did the only fans and now has finally done pornography and making mega bucks when she's only like 21 or 22 oh good on her you know but she's you know but she's done like the niche sort of thing i hope she's investing well at least not touching the 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 uh the principle only <laughs> touching only investing in the interest you know but that uh and i think what else have I, got? I did have another one did you see the bodybuilder Nah. In, in uh, uh, Kazakhstan or something like that. Okay. Because Bodybuilder last year, I think we brought it into the show. Bodybuilder married a sex doll. Did you see that article? Okay. Last year, he married a sex doll and they went on honeymoon. Came back. Now, did we, we might have talked about I'm this. I guarantee we did. We talked about anyway, this. Yeah. I'll just tell you. So, this is a story in three parts. So, the story came out. He's going to marry her. They get yeah. married. All good. A while later, just before Christmas, he said, yeah. Oh, my sex doll broke. Yeah. I'm going to send it off to get repaired. I'm very sad. I won't have her at Christmas time. Oh. Very funny. Very <laughs> funny. Then an article came out today or yesterday or something like that saying there's videos of him on Instagram having uh trying being very sexually alluring with something else. And people are saying that he's now cheated on his <gasps> wife. No. Something else. No. <laughs> He couldn't. Yeah. And he's from Kazakhstan, which is even funnier. So he's got like that almost boorish accent when he talks and stuff like that. And he's a big bloke, you yeah. know, and he's got a, you know, I would, and apparently he met his sex doll at a, at a club. I don't know whether it was a sex club or a regular club, but that's what he says in the articles. But at a club. At a club, which, which it, it just adds to the hilarity <laughs> of the whole situation. Uh, oh, that's funny. I just wonder how much is lost in translation. I don't know, but he's having a good time. Oh, good on him. Good on him. So definitely check him out. I think that's enough. I think that's enough. I got nothing left. 
I think I got a bit deflated with the with the other thing. But we'll bring you something funny next time. Yeah. You've got, you've got a podcast. I do have a podcast. Excellent, excellent. I want to. Br- I still want to talk about the Royals podcast. Um. The- yeah, I haven't listened to that. You should listen to that. It's only one episode, and I don't think they're going to do another one. Uh, but they got paid like a million bucks. A million bucks to produce podcasts, just like Amy Schumer did, and Joe Rogan got like twenty million or whatever, ten million, or whatever it is. But um, yeah, they got like you know, they got a substantial amount of money to make a podcast, and it's fucking disgusting. So we'll talk about. I think we'll talk about that next week. All right, we'll talk about that. We'll next talk week. about your favorite parts, so or maybe we'll just have it on in the background <laughs> or something. Well, for all your wanking needs, follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, the Gram, Facebook, YouTube. Yep. And I think that's it. Uh, yeah, we've got Twitter. Oh, we're on PayPig at the moment. What the fuck is so, PayPig? So Dick Masterson got sick of everyone closing down uh, social media things. Like, you know, tw- obviously Donald Trump's off Twitter yeah. and Facebook. So he decided to make his own. And so we are also on PayPig. All right, we're on PayPig um, too. PayPig. That's new all. to me. It's good. Uh, it's basically just Twitter, but a cheap version of it. It's good. Oh, there you go. You know, as a CEO, I empower my staff to make decisions without running them by me. Uh, if you've got any uh, questions, a death threat, a death threat, a or rant, rant. Uh, record it on your phone and email it to we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much, everyone, and we will see you next Thursday. <laughs>
I'll bring this to a bar next time. <laughs> hey, baby, you've got an ass that won't quit. <laughs> you got these giant pretzels here. Yeah. Five dollars? Get, Get out, out of here. town.